Welcome back to another episode of Origin Story. I'm your host, Mike Weinstein. I'm so excited to introduce my new co-host, J.P. Coppersmith. J.P. joins the podcast with dozens of years of YouTube knowledge and a witty attitude. We're also joined today by our guest, Matt Colbo. Thanks so much for being on the podcast tonight, Matt. Well, thank you for having Michael and J.P. I'm glad to be here. A good voice crack to start it off for me, and we're <laughs> hitting the ground running. I love it. Excellent start. Yeah. yeah. Excellent start. <laughs> I couldn't have... Uh, thought of another way to do it. So for our viewers, uh, Matt Colburn is the man behind the channel Matt Colbo. Matt is a proud Canadian and creative content producer who can really whistle like a man. His 77 sketch comedy videos have been watched over 16 million times and created a community of over 189,000 subscribers. We really can't wait to learn about how you chose to use YouTube as your medium and hear about where your channel is going in the future. So before we talk about where you're going and how you started your YouTube channel, it's obvious from Canada you definitely played hockey. We know that one. Mm -hmm. But what many of your subscribers might not know is your successful baseball career, which actually landed you at the... Oh, I don't want to mess this up. What's the place called? The camp is called the Perfect Game Showcase, where you put yourself in front of hundreds of scouts i don't know if it was actually hundreds but lots of scouts i saw the video right the promo so how did you end up at the perfect score showcase you're going to love this so so (laughs) i am that tournament was i was this is so funny because i was talking about uh, this with my friend ian last night uh, when i was playing xbox with him um, cause he asked about it. I went to that tournament because it was, uh, I was on my cousin's team, uh, whose name is Craig and he, it was there, he's from North Carolina and my uncle hit Craig's father, Larry, uh, was coaching the team. And <laughs> this is so bad <laughs> because they, they were going to this tournament in Atlanta and I'd like, I hadn't seen him in a long time. So they invited me down to come with them and like, kind of just play slash just be there on the team. Um, and I, at the time, was like 17, and which I was like just kind of coming into my own a little bit. So I was, I'm a pitcher, uh, pretty exclusively at that time, at least, because I, I have always had trouble hitting, uh, and you know that still kind of persists to this day. Um, but it was, uh, yeah. So I, I went down and I kind of sat on the bench the whole time (laughs) i I didn't see the field if we had made it one step further i would have uh pitched the next game but i I was not a a bad choice there were 11 players on the team including me and nine of us could pitch and they were all very good there was like three division one players on that team now that are like fully like when one mlb draftee like he is gonna be the Diamondbacks organization, Bryce Jarvis is his name. Um, and it was just, it was so cool to be there because it was a 308 team tournament and with one winner. And to, I mean, like there's some good baseball that goes on in Canada. Like when you go to any national team, any national tournament, there's always like, you know, I've been to a few junior nationals and senior nationals, and there's always some great competition and some really good ball players. But when you go down to somewhere like Atlanta and you find like, it's a, nationwide usa tournament and you're gonna find the best in the country there that are your age and it was just ridiculous to see people who were 14 years old and six five and throwing 93 and it was just like i don't even know i'm so out of place here like i'm like i was doing pretty well for 
uh, my age and like just my age group in Newfoundland. But then as soon as you leave, it's like, oh my god, this is, this is so overwhelming. You start to see the other athletes out there, and you're like, all right. Yeah. So your highlight reel. How was your highlight reel from that? <laughs> my highlight reel for that was I got I was catching with uh, the left fielder warming him up uh, for the start, and we were on a turf field, and he threw one in the tur- in the turf, and I went to scoop it. And I scooped it, but I got a piece of like the turf rubber in yeah. my eye, yeah. and I had <laughs> I needed assistance from a family like from like <laughs> everyone's family and friends were there, and I think like thirty people crowded around to get this piece of rubber out of my eye. I don't know, like that was that was my one <laughs> my one moment of fame for that tournament was every bit of attention was on me at the start of the game because I had turf rubber in my eye. <laughs> You didn't. You didn't have the classic baseball like glasses. I don't have the goggles. No, I think I, I need to get them though. My dad actually is still playing. He's uh, my dad's a much better baseball player than I ever will be, and he he was very good. And he's still playing. He's like fifty three, and he still plays. That's epic. Um, but he recently like got glasses because he's old, and <laughs> so he like had these like has these sports glasses now. They're like they're not fully like the big goggles, but they're ugly shades with like clear yeah. and they just i just make like fun. racquetball style goggles it is something it's like very that much, he's, he's a squash player yeah yeah <laughs> with, with those i love that you know i think it would i think that would have made a great collegiate highlight reel though for you to send to colleges of you just getting <laughs> just getting a piece of turf rubber in <laughs> your eye don't and it's like it's like a 45 <laughs> second clip and you're like that's it that's <laughs> all i got guys yeah the, the comment could have been like you should have seen me not on turf yeah just, you know yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that's where i really see I'm but, more of a dirt and grass kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, not yeah. a turf If I would have gotten dirt in my eye, nothing would have yeah, happened. No problem. But this synthetic material, it just doesn't vibe with the body. Yeah, no, it's not my thing. <laughs> I mean, you see 45 seconds of me getting turf over my eye, and then 15 seconds of me whiffing on three batting practice pitches. <laughs> and yeah, that would have been an absolutely electric highlight reel. <laughs> yeah, I would have been scattered a bunch. You know, you, you speaking of those glasses and what we were talking about before we started uh, the show tonight, you could go to Costco and buy some of those glasses. I guarantee I they sell some sweet specs there. Yeah, we were talking guarantee about before it. the show how me and JP share the same Costco thermoflask. <laughs> I've never seen anyone else with it. And then not not saying we need here. the sponsorship from Kirkland Costco. Just yeah. throwing it out there. You no, know what I mean? it is definitely we're bo- both of us ready to go. We wouldn't so, say no. Yeah. So an, another piece here. So we we look at sports. Obviously, you had that that baseball. Um, you know, regardless of your talent level, going down there and doing that. But you also <laughs> Um, there is the famous uh, ice hockey incident. Big hockey player, and you tear your kneecap off. What happens? Oh. What happens? Tell me about this. I, you see the newspaper article. You're down on the ice. <laughs> so, a, lot of, a lot of low lights come through on some of these athletic reels, but I like that, this. I want to hear about this story. Like yeah, we, have to, only, we have to learn more about this. My my only two big points are me getting turf in my eye and breaking my knee so and that picture the best thing about that picture is like when you search that up like that picture of me down on the ice was used in the newspaper obviously and my my friend ryan still uses that picture as his xbox profile picture so i'm reminded of every time we log in that's fantastic so walk us through what happened well tell us about your hockey because i mean Mm -hmm. obviously canada you know prolific you know hockey 
everyone up there is playing hockey. You know, the, mm-hmm. the folks from my company are there. Like, I'm a, I'm a big, like, spit and stitchlets guy or chicklets guy. Listen to their mm-hmm. podcast, stuff like that. Like, tell me about your hockey and then, and then how, uh, how this whole thing happened. So that league is, uh, is what's – it's like a, the Newfoundland Senior League. It's senior – I don't know, kind of has a very old person vibe. But senior hockey is just, like, men's uh, hockey, which is a, a step right. above, uh, like, beer league. Like, I mean, there's still definitely – some beer handed out around after the game but it is a more competitive sort of thing and there's like admission is paid and like in small towns there's um like say in our in our league uh, out there it's it's more of a uh, a b sort of league rather than like a, a top tier would not go play in the mm-hmm. allen cup for those canadian hockey fans listening to know what the allen cup is the winner would not go that was a, that's another league in different anyway we um it's it's like a four-team league with uh four small towns and like the places, uh, the arenas are filled pretty well every every night you're there. So especially if we go to a place, there's a there's a town called Portabasque um, that has like a seats like a thousand people, and every night you're there, there's two thousand people in the arena. Like it's it's ridiculous, <laughs> just like how that's a lot. thing is because I mean you think about like on a in the middle of February or January in a cold Newfoundland winter what is there to do on a Friday or Saturday night other than to go watch a few local players play hockey? So that's what it is. It's just a great um, league. It's the perfect senior league, really, to just have, like, friends and family come watch and just have, like, a, like a thousand or more people come watch you every, yeah. uh, every weekend night. So this particular incident was at home. We were in, in Cornerbrook, Newfoundland, and I, <laughs> I was just – it was such a weird game because I – had, like, my skates – I wanted to get my skates sharpened for the game, but I didn't, and, like, they were all really dull – and I just, it was just so weird when I stepped on the ice, it just wasn't working for me. And then I, I remember getting off early in the first period to like, just try to sharpen them with like a, a I don't know if you've played hockey before, but there's like a, like a, I forget what it's called. Anyway, it's like the, you just scrape it on the your file. Like, like you a, would for like a snowboarder skis. Yeah. Thing. Something like that. Just to, yeah. just to try to sharpen it up really quick. And then I just, I just felt so bad the whole time I was out there. But anyway, I go for a shift and like, with like nine minutes left in the first period and I'm carrying the puck and I just try to like backhand sauce it across uh, to my winger who's coming up the wing. Um, and I see a guy coming at me. I know I'm going to get hit and I just kind of brace for it. And we both kind of, it wasn't a big hit. It was just like, we kind of just hit each other and fell down. But when I fell down, I fell back on my knee and like, so like hmm. on my leg. So it was like, I, it's, I don't know how so to explain it. It's so weird. And my leg just kind of fell on my leg and then it, my leg shot out from under me. And when I fell on it, my kneecap just popped out of place. And then when it shot out from under me, it popped right back in. So I was immediately like, okay, I'm good. My kneecap's back in. I don't have to pop my kneecap back in. That was all I cared about. But like the fear in that split second of this isn't where it's supposed to be. It was just like the most intense fear. And like, I apparently my dad, who is the coach of the team, which is great for anyone listening who doesn't know the ins and outs of that, is always <laughs> a horrible thing to say. Yeah, I'm 22 years old and I'm still the coach's kid. Um, but no, like he, apparently there was a loud yelp from me. I don't remember it. I would say it was very manly, but probably not. Um, Definitely. Yeah, so I, I was just like, I'm cool. Like, you know, I can't really step like stand on it, but I'm pretty sure like I don't have to pop it back in. So we're all good. Anyway, we get back into the hallway, into the dressing room, and I just can't really bend it and, or like or straighten it. And it's kind of stuck in this like sort of, I don't know, 20 degrees sort of angle. And eventually we get to the hospital and it was supposed to be for, for the long. The doctor was like, yeah, you've got some some bone there's just bone chips just chilling there and i'm like all right that's not good at all 
And it turns out we go back later, we get an MRI done. It's not bone chips, it's cartilage. So, which means if it lasts any longer, I'm going to need a, a cartilage donor, which could mean that I could be on a wait list for months to a year, which means I don't play any sports for months to a year or later. Whoa. Um, but no, yeah, I was like, this is not good at all. So that really ruined my spirits. And that was in uh, like December of 2017. We we're like five days away from Christmas at the time. But I remember I was like just bumping around on uh, crutches and in a in a splint for the longest time, and then for like ten days, and then I get a call from my surgeon, who I'd seen a couple times, and he said, "Hey, so we're gonna get you in for surgery tomorrow." And I was like, just kind of I just woken up, so I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." Like I'd never had <laughs> surgery, I'd never had like blood taken before, so I was just he was like, "Yeah, just don't eat tonight and come in tomorrow. We'll cut your leg open and fix you up." I was like, "Sure, yeah. man, sick." And so, yeah, I just, we did that. And then it was four months of being in a wheelchair and going to university and that was sick. And, but now it's all good. It's like almost, it's still yeah. not the same, but there's a big fat scar on my knee and it looks super manly. And that's what I'm left with. Four months yeah, in a wheelchair. In Newfoundland, like, that's got to suck rolling the class. What season? Like, yeah, it was in, that's it was in the heart of winter. So like, oh, I, that's, I, but that's the perfect storm. It has to happen that way. <laughs> it was it was terrific because I was there's comedy crutches. in that. <laughs> it was definitely it was there was I was on crutches mostly, um, which but, is not uh, better at all. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> but like, I had the yeah. wheelchair just planted because I was going to school every day, and like, luckily the school is. Uh, like two minutes from my house like my university that i went to was literally like down the road i could roll out of my house and then land in my classroom like that was it um but no i just left the wheelchair in the university and then would crutch up every day and then like just get in the wheelchair and then just be in the wheelchair all day but the best part about that was my dad <laughs> having to load me into the back of the car because i couldn't bend my knee like i like had, i had a straight leg for four months of just like sitting like this and i was not able to sit in a normal chair i had to sit across the back seat with my leg up and so that was fun to have him be my servant for four months and that's, yeah just that's a wild just, inconvenience <laughs> i uh i broke my ankle playing basketball during winter at oregon state university and it snowed like four or five inches that oh, winter for whatever reason and i was in crutches in the snow so can sympathize with you there because that was yeah. uh that was impossible and challenging i remember i fell down some stairs one time and uh the crutches just they just skated all the way and i just sat on the stairs and people were like you need help and i was like just let me be you know <laughs> just let me just let me exist for a little while the worst part about that is just like when you come from outside in the snow with crutches and then you come inside on like a hard tile floor the snow stays in the rings of the bottom yeah. of the crutches so like I would have to dig it out with my thumb and I could never get it like super dry. And like I ended up having to carry a towel with me so I could dry off the bottom before I could throw it. Was just, like a golf towel? I literally, that's the yeah. one I was carrying. I was carrying my dad's golf towel. Yeah, <laughs> that's all That's all big pharma trying to keep you back in that wheelchair. You know yeah. I mean? It is. <laughs> it's big pharma. In the door, out the door. Keep you going. Yeah, no, that's, that, is, that is brutal, man. I, I, I can't believe you're in a wheelchair and crutches that long though. That's like... Uh, I don't know if I think you do see like the comedy and things. So you probably at least were like, this is kind of ridiculous. Like, but mm. I'm going to well, be better because of it. Around that time I was like, I didn't really know what I was, what I was doing. I, I was in psychology. Like I was a psychology student. And I think that had that not happened, because I started my YouTube channel on in like May of 2018. So like that was when I was like just at the tail end of that love, like recovery. 
So I think that that was like really, I think like the, I was, I got into a lot of like, um, uh, sports casting and like wanting to be a sports caster or, uh, you know, a, a commentator of some sort. Um, yeah. cause I did a bit of that at home, um, at the time and it was, but I only started doing it because I couldn't play because I just, because I broke a leg. So that was like, I think maybe the birth of, maybe I want to do something more creative with this instead of sports casting. And then it just turned into the YouTube channel. So had I not broken my leg, maybe yeah. I wouldn't be here. Maybe. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah, I want to the, correct uh, you on one thing before we move forward. Uh, you almost exactly started your YouTube channel, coincidentally, uh, uh, now I got to do math, uh, four years ago, three years Wait. Two three th- years ago, March, March, ni- 19th, March 19th, yeah, three years ago, 2018. Congratulations. Yeah. March 19th, 2018 is when it like opened up that YouTube channel. Yeah. That's what it oh says, wow, that's I what didn't it know that. Online. That's Congratulations. terrific. Wait, what's today? March 22nd. That's yeah. really close. Weirdly, yeah, weirdly, shit. like almost exactly uh, a celebratory three years. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Wild. I mean, a lot of growth in that time. That's awesome. Well, I like that you've gone from blowing out your knee on the ice um to wheelchair to now like kind of this creative content thing i think it kind of leads us into where we're going here yeah well, that's too, good which is... I-, I had you guys in mind yeah well thank you yeah. thank you for thank you for leading us leading the witness I'm t- there i'm a team player yeah i want um i want to go back to like where you started making videos before you even decided to make this channel three years ago so mm-hmm. you started with your friend sam and you guys used to make videos but what were those videos and how did you come about getting that whole process started so the video i'm assuming you're pulling that from uh there was like a newspaper article yes. that they did yeah yeah so I'm, i appreciate you doing the research it's very nice thank you um no they uh so my friend sam um we used to make videos all the time when we were like really young like we had always like were, were into just making random nonsense uh, but like we were like 12 13 and it was never like we have a plan as to what we're doing because when we're 12 13 this was we were what this was 2000 like 2010 so i mean youtube was there but it wasn't like a thing to us that we knew was like the content era had not yet like really started um so not for us at least and so it was we put a few of them on on youtube and they still exist (laughs) but um but it's they weren't like planned out it was just kind of like hey we're just so excited to put something out that you could that other people could see that we're just like let's just do this thing that we had an idea of five minutes ago and do it in one take and then not because editing doesn't exist and planning doesn't exist let's just put it out there and that's what all it was and so that was really nothing to that um and then i don't know it just kind of we did it every now and then but i think we were just so unable to focus on one thing at a time that it was never like let's actually plan this out it was just kind of like let's just film ourselves shooting pucks in the driveway and then see if that goes viral (laughs) and do you think that though you know making videos with no planning and just kind of doing fun ideas do you think that kind of laid some foundation for where you are today with your videos and maybe even showed you when you started the channel what maybe not to do i think definitely i think that like it, it it I've, I've always kind of had that struggle to, I don't know, I, to, to plan very far ahead of something. Like I, I'm so bad at, like whenever I, I follow a lot of um, different kinds of YouTubers who are, who are very good at planning and saying like, well, I'm just, I just scheduled my video for three weeks in advance. I'm like, I am posting a video tomorrow that I'm filming tomorrow morning. Like it's like, <laughs> like that's sometimes what I, I literally do that. I like the, the, the rush of like, I'll spend like a week, like even now, I mean, obviously like I'll, I'll spend a week 
or so writing a script and like making the script as good as it can be. And then, um, well, when I was in Newfoundland, especially because 4.30 is like the time when I'd normally post in Newfoundland time. Um, so I would literally go and get up and film at like 9, 10 and then film for two hours and then come home and edit quickly and then post it by 4.30. And that was like my favorite thing in the world to do because time flies by for that day. And I'm just completely zoned in on that whole thing that whole day. So it was just, it was the perfect thing for me. And I'm excited to be able to do that again when I go back because I just can't do it here on Pacific time. Cause it's just like, by the time you get up and do something, it's just, it's too late. To yeah, it's 4.30 our time yeah, over here it is. <laughs> yeah but yeah that is uh that is interesting that you do that and and, and it, it is before jp asked the question but um yeah it seems like your friends are, are very involved right you started with sam and i think now your friend ian right i don't know maybe not ian uh he reads all your scripts mm. and uh, you're, you're you might be thinking of colin 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 yeah so colin yes. reads all your scripts now so it's like it's you, you have this great friend group that is supporting the channel and there's not maybe not characters on the channel but are supporting mm -hmm. you as the as the, the face it's cool yeah thank you no i i it was something i i kind of wish i had done more and, and and i want to do more with with friends around i don't know it was just it's 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 tougher in a small town uh to gather a lot of uh friends that are into the same sort of thing that you are and you know especially and to you know to be on on uh in front of a camera is, is no no simple task for someone who hasn't done it a whole lot you know what i mean now it's not that it's just like oh my god you, you can never do it but like it's just like it's not just something anyone can just stand in front of a camera and be you know believable as a, as an actor or whatever um not that i'm some high and mighty great actor <laughs> but i but you know what i, I mean? think you do a great it's job just, but yeah, it's, i just don't want i never want to force that on someone um so i uh yeah i don't know I, it's something i, I want to spend more time with other people but i definitely do love the the whole column thing and if i could get into that for a second like that's so important to to what anything that i do is is just sending things along to him to have a, a second pair of eyes that i i can trust is is very funny that i know that we have such a similar humor uh and also he's just such a, a smart dude like he's just he's the smartest person i've ever met in my entire life like it just doesn't even make any sense to me and it's really annoying when i think something is funny and then he suggests something else that is much funnier or if I think something is funny and he's like, this isn't funny. And then I'll think about it. And I'm like, you know what? You're probably right. This isn't funny. And then I can't, the worst, the worst is that I can't win an argument with him because even he could That's argue annoying. that ice is warm and he'd find a way to win over me in that argument because I just can't argue good enough. His argumentative skills are fantastic, but he's also like, you know, I know that I'm going off the rails. <laughs> he has my best interest at heart. So anything that he does, yeah. he's like, I, I, I'm not painting him as the villain here. Like he really is just the nicest guy, and he, um, he always has my best interest at heart. But he's not afraid to tell me that when he thinks that he knows I could make something better than it is. And, and he has a fantastic app. That's... Yeah. And he and he's a, he built an app, right? That is yes, tracks your macros. We will put it in the show notes for oh, you oh that's very nice of yeah you. he'll be very glad to hear that yeah, yeah. He, he built an app called prosper and he uh, it's like a it's a meal planning app like a meal generation app so it's just like mm -hmm. literally one click for a meal plan and it's i can't begin to imagine and the difficulty that goes into that that's um, so cool and i've well that's i've awesome. actually i've seen him work at it and it's uh he's he really spends a lot of time and puts a lot of energy into it so i'm, I'm very proud yeah. of him for it I will say I do like that. I mean, you, you know, to have a friend like that around, that's not always a yes, man. 
you know, mm. I feel like there's a lot of uh, different influencers stuff right now that maybe, you know, or people that are creating content that might just have a bunch of yes people around them. It's like, it's nice to have your, your true core folks that are with you. And yeah, um, mm. I love in some of your videos, just the real organic stuff when, when somebody else is filming and you just kind of leave in like that, you're still laughing or cracking up at some of the stuff. Like that's some mm. of my favorite stuff where like that organic, like this is ridiculous. Um, let's just leave that in like the edit. Like I love those. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that too because I, I like I, talking about the friends thing. I can't go on and not talk about Evan, who is uh, the guy who films anything that is like filmed by someone else in my videos. It's always yeah. my friend Evan, okay. and he's just so talented with like just knowing I, I can trust him to get the shot that I want, and also having so <laughs> some of the older videos like when there's 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 laughing going on. His laugh is left in because his laugh is the most contagious laugh of all time, <laughs> and I just I gotta find a way to uh, to showcase that more. I, I miss him a lot, and I'm excited to get home to to film with him yeah. more. I love that because it also just shows like it it's very like human, you know. It's like these guys are out having fun, like they got mm -hmm. a purpose and they have these other videos, but at the same time, like they're having a good time doing what they love, and I think that's that's a super important part to to making those videos. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad you noticed that. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, I mean, obviously you're making the videos, you're doing all this. Let's stop, let's like now, comedy. I mean, it's obviously a huge part of what you do. What mm. kind of, where did you start with like, when did you start realizing that you loved comedy? Um, what kind of got you into it? And then how did you start to incorporate that into the videos? I don't really know where the comedy thing started. I I... I hit puberty late, so maybe I always kind of relied on that to be, like I had to rely on that to get by. Like I always had, I was never one to be in a clique, like in, in high school or in junior high school or whatever. Like I always, I was never, you know, I was, I was a hockey player, but I had a lot of, and I had a lot of hockey friends, but like if hockey friends of mine or hockey players that I knew in town were like, oh, I don't hang out with those guys, they watch the, you know, anime i don't watch anime but you know like i would never like you know i don't just shun someone because they do something you know it's just you know if, right. if someone's chilling in the corner i'll just come say hey it's like you know it's not a and that's not me <laughs> i feel like i'm just trying to pour like i'm a good guy but i'm you know i'm a jerk i'm kidding but it's like you know it's <laughs> it was um yeah so I, when i was in like grade eight and grade nine like everyone had already sprouted up and me and my friend sam were still like five three so I like I was literally fourteen year old, fourteen years old, and and I was five four I think by the end of grade nine, and then in the start of grade ten I was like six feet. So then I wow. like just kind of transitioned wow. and kept that like, I just kept that like, sort of, I guess silly personality. Now not that I didn't have that yeah. before. I was always kind of just the silly guy, and but I think that really kind of stapled it in where I was just like, if I'm going to be respected in any capacity here, it is not going to be my childish looks. You know, it's going to be me being silly in some way. And, yeah. you know, I think getting, being able to practice that, I had a really good junior high and high school, and I had a lot of really good friends, and I really enjoyed it. And that's so privileged of me to say that I had such a great time in high school, but I really did. And I think that was able, I like that was, it allowed me to spend time just like finding out what people think is funny. And just being able to just try out jokes all the time on my friends and just laugh with them. So and I like, I, I always hold that I'm like not even close to the one of the funniest in my friend group. Like, I'm like all of my <laughs> friends that I play Xbox with all the time. They're all so funny, and I just am always dying laughing at everything they say. And it's just it's frustrating, but it's just so much fun to have funny friends. 
But yeah, bet, yeah. I just sorry for going off the rails. No, though. that's. I mean, I think that's it. It's kind of like the way I look at it is like maybe you didn't, you know. And I think I might have been kind of the same way. I mean, I listened to a ton of stand up when I was younger and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, you know, for for me, it's kind of like you don't like you don't have to take yourself so seriously, right? You can mm-hmm. kind of like have fun and like be goofy and screw around. Mm-hmm. But like the the comedy itself and uh, and the and I guess the voices that kind of started with with Family Guy and I was I'm huh. the I've always been the the biggest Family Guy fan and I I, I hate heard. when I go on Twitter and someone's like oh my god Family Guy bleh. like it's <laughs> like shut up it's hilarious I hate you it's like I will stand yeah. by the fact that Family Guy is my favorite show of all time and it's like I've seen there was I don't know if you've ever heard of the app Quiz Up Quiz Up no. There no. was there was this app that was oh no it was probably like three or four years ago and like there was like it had a, a, a like a just a section for everything which had like trivia uh-huh. that like fans could put in and they just kind of got harder and harder and harder as you went up and I ended up being like one of the top ten in Canada for Family Guy and that was like Dang. my kind of fame because like I just seen every episode like twenty times like it was just yeah I'm so bad and even now I'm so bad at watching new shows and watching new movies so like I'll watch Lost again which I hadn't watched since like seven years ago, but I'd rather do that than start a new show that I had never seen before. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'd rather watch all, like I've watched since in the last like two weeks, I probably watched like 35 episodes of Lost. I'd rather do that than watch a two hour movie. Like if, yeah. I just can't start like and sit down for two hours. Like 40 minutes is the perfect amount of time for me to sit down and be like, ha, great. Like, and that's just it. <laughs> and so yeah. I just, I think that that is, I completely forgot where I was. St- I'm so no, sorry. That, that's your, that's your, no, that, all good. he's a great writer too. And, and I think that maybe that's where you drew, because I think there's two kinds of comedy in the world. There's like the true sketch where you're just kind of going off the rails and not really mm-hmm. having, having it. But I, his show is a scripted written show and you follow mm-hmm. that cadence and the jokes are timed and you do mm-hmm. the same kind of manner. So maybe that is where the true inspiration came from. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely a lot of inspiration in, in that show. I mean, just the voices especially. I think that's what I started yeah. doing more than anything was, was voices. Uh, I kind of got away from it because once TikTok and, you know, YouTubers kind of came out, there's like, oh, there's a lot of people who are way better than I am at any of these. So I'm just like, I'm just going to focus on what I think I'm best at, which is just um, not, be- you know, my best is, is, in, uh, is in just in comedy and sketches and whatever. But you do do a lot of voices. But, uh, yeah, I, one of my, I don't know, like the, the characters, the, there's a lot of character development in, in the channel itself. Yeah. There's just, there is a lot of, um, you know, like the Tom Scott one is something like a voice that is, um, yeah, like that is like a, definitely a voice, but it's, it's more so an accent and accent and just like a cadence yeah. more than like a voice. Cause I got a lot of comments on that and that said like the voice is spot on. And I was like, I, I don't agree. Like I don't like, I appreciate them, but <laughs> I don't think it was like super, super spot on. It was like I, the cadence was there. And I think that I, I've watched so much Tom Scott and I love his videos so much that like when I just everything about the way he was speaking, I mimicked and and got the British accent. Out. Like I'm decent at a British accent. So it was just easy or like in his kind of British accent, which is like a little more northern British. Like I, I didn't I definitely didn't just watch Tom Scott and do that. Like I looked up how to do his particular accent. Like there was preparation that went into it. Um, but yeah, things like that and like the David Attenborough impressions that I do sometimes, like yeah. that's really the only like things that I'm most comfortable doing. But, you know, every now and then we'll hear a southern U.S. accent thrown in there and a New York City cabbie that was... The, the New York City cabbie is spot on, too. <laughs> and even even like the, the mannerisms and things that you say, just like that, that like a 
someone in a borough of New York would say like about every I don't even little things. Yeah. I don't know, even like the Yiddish words and things, the phrasing that you put in there. I'm just like, what the heck? How'd this come out of here? Um, well, thank you. But so so then you went to Grenfell, which we talked a little bit about your college career. And now we know that, you know, four months of it was in a wheelchair. Um, and so, you know, you get a degree in psychology. What What was the decision behind this degree and the focus there? The When I came in to uh Grenfell. It was just it, the the choice to go to to Grenfell. Or it's it's just a Grenfell campus, which is uh, from Memorial University of Newfoundland, which is the only university in uh, in Newfoundland. Um, it was just the best choice because my high school is literally across the street, and my house is up the street. So like I was, it's right there. So like my days would literally be spent. And the the hockey arena is also across the street. Like they're all within a triangle of like less than two hundred meters. Like they're all right there. So my entire life is in a selection of like a half kilometer radius. Um, but it was, it was that, it was just perfect. It was just the, the great spot to go. And I, I really liked the, the small feel of the school, like class sizes were, were small. They were like, I don't know, the, the biggest class I ever had was like maybe 65 people. Wow. And like, that was, it was just perfect for me in that way. And it was easy to get to know professors. And the, the psychology thing was just, I'd always been interested in it from what I little, what little I'd known about it. And it sounded like something I could get into. Um, and then I kind of switched back and forth between that and business administration. Um, and I think I just settled on psychology because I was just doing well in it. And I just, I didn't really like my business classes as much because there was just a lot of ambiguity, but I did like the, the, the research in, in psychology. And I liked the, the, the subjects really, they, they interested me. And so I, I just, I kind of stuck with it in that regard. And I was never, it was never really using it as a, as a plan to go, uh, further in psychology it was more so just going to be a stepping stone until the the youtube thing kind of kind of came into play but uh, youtube was never on my mind in 2016 when i started up like i only really started watching youtube in like 2015 2014 so like it wasn't it was in my mind obviously but it was never like this is a career for me it was right. just kind of like this is you know just cool well even uh, 2015 2016 you like youtube was 2009 a very different place than what it mm-hmm. is today 2015 16 there really even there really even wasn't the opportunity mm. to be like what it is today mm. it's, so. it's it's much different because i think like place things like you know vine was coming up and i think that yeah. sort of vine era when when that was was coming in but when i started watching youtube as my cousin craig showed me a, a rooster teeth video um, i don't know if you've heard of rooster teeth or like the achievement hunter uh, is the the game like the gamers uh that uh, from Achievement Hunter that that um, I forget what the series was. The series is rage. He showed me a rage quit video was what it was. Um, <laughs> and I just remember like was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm going to watch all of these now. And this was like this the winter or like the Christmas 2014. And then my entire life since then has just been watching YouTube all the time. That's been like my primary source of content literally since that day. Like it's just I just yeah. fell in love with watching that and then understanding that, oh, these guys do this for a job this is their thing. And that's kind of, I guess, when the seed was planted that that could be a, a possible thing. But yeah, when, when that came to be, it was just kind of like that. Uh, yeah. Cause I was in university in high school. So it was just, it was um, just gaming. And that was the only thing that I knew was, was, was let's plays and, and, and gaming content. So that was, I didn't really even know about sketch comedy on YouTube. I was very focused in on that. And now yeah. it's a whole, it's a, oh, we'll get into that in YouTube 
when we talk yeah. about YouTube. But yeah, I, um, I don't want to go into. Yeah, far, yeah no, no. I, I'm trying yeah. to. I'm trying to hold myself back as well because because yeah. the there's this major. Yeah, there's this own shift in all industries now, and I think YouTube is a, a major catalyst in this. I talked to a lot of like skateboarders about this, about you know, there's the traditional route, and then there's this new route, and I think we can talk mm. about that later. But um, well, we we I think there's one more topic to cover here and then we'll go into youtube sure thing so jp let's talk about a collection of hoodies that you are sporting in many of your videos oh my god you got a got a lot of collections you got some diverse hoodies out there let's talk about this now what is this just something that you gathered over time these different hoodies or are you are you uh like a hoodie head guy like I, i don't know the term for it I didn't even know that this was a thing. I like, I, I really didn't. I guess I do have a lot of hoodies. <laughs> it, it's in, it, almost every video I've watched, especially even today, you're wearing this Eddie Bauer hoodie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's new to me yeah, from that, a viewer standpoint. But there is, is an eclectic uh, amount. Sorry, no, sorry. Go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. Almost every video, they're different, and they're from all sorts of different things. Like there's a mm. hockey, there's hockey ones, there's baseball. So yep. keep going. Yeah. I, I think I, I love like my dad's and my pop's old like hoodies that they like this is my grandfather's sweater that he like my my grandfather is the most organized person in the world and he like just keeps like everything that like clothing wise that he's like he got this as a gift from like my aunt in like 2008 and just never wore it and that's that was fantastic i'll take it pop so yeah, like, he's he like, can, oh, Salt Lake City games. Like, the, yeah, I got a sweater for that. Yeah, <laughs> I was there. Is, like, like, he has everything is in like perfect condition. Like the bag that I took with me as like a travel bag, like when I came across the country, was the his Canada Games. No, it was a, it was a baseball bag, um, from like 1985, and it was like the, the, the when they used to make them like perfect, like just great leather and like just it's such a gorgeous like travel bag Good quality and yeah. it's, it's, it's so perfect and it's perfectly preserved because he's used it like five times but he just keeps everything in such good shape and so like so many of these hoodies are just like either my dad's or my pops that are just like theirs that they don't wear anymore so like this one and another one is the other navy one that's like a quarter zip it's like my dad's when he was playing hockey at acadia uh, and that's one of my favorite ones it's so comfy um, there's another one from like the, uh, I think it was the manly video I had. It was like, it was like a golf ball. It was, I had golf balls. That's on. a it was great my, video. It's no, oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. I, it was one of my favorite videos cause I just had so much fun. Side anecdote. Hold on. Before we get into the sweatshirt, I'm going to throw you off real quick here. Go ahead. Put you on the spot. Can you still whistle like a man? Go. I, do, I haven't done it in a long time. I will try it. Uh, coronavirus, so my fingers, I mean, but I've washed my hands. Um, <laughs> this, I'm going to try it for 10 seconds, and if it doesn't work, you stop me, because okay. it's we'll just too much. Just throw it out time. there. Oh. Oh, that was a good start. Ah. That's good enough. That that was... I, I turned the volume down for those listening and watching. That's fantastic. That was... That was that's fantastic. Had to ask. Pretty good. On the spot, too. I, I'm, I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you like. You like uh, warmed up the hands. You're like, okay. Yeah, I, gotta, I, I stalled. Just, I stalled. I was like, yeah. let me talk you guys through this while I figure it out. <laughs> well, to, to get back into it, good note because I mean, you do have all these different like hoodies or throwbacks or you know these these old like vintage mm. stuff you're wearing. But you are filming outside all the time, anyways. Yes, that is. Yeah, I love filming outside so much. Like my favorite like sort of wear. I, I'm always like. I think the hoodie thing as well is kind of a little self-conscious of <laughs> i have a weird upper body i don't actually i just <laughs> me being an idiot 
I just like, I don't know. <laughs> like, my hips are actually right. About? My yeah. hips are right here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my right. hips are here. Yeah. It's like chest, chest and hip. I have about okay. four, yeah, four have centimeters of, uh, right of 10 centimeters yeah. of chest right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah measure your weight. Yeah, um, no, I, I just a lot of old like hoodies. Cause I, like, especially dad being like uh, a hockey player, like he was an athlete. So like he, being playing on a hundred hockey teams, you get a sweater from each of those teams. Like one of my favorite ones, also I don't know if I've had it in a video yet, is uh, a cream San Jose Rhinos, uh, which is a roller hockey team that Dad was on in 1995, <laughs> and it's just so dope. It's so sick. Like there's that's so many sick. Like, old and and crazy, and there's like another one. Uh, oh, I gotta put this in a video. I'll actually send it to you. I have to show you because it's so great. Is um, my dad's? I think it's like an all an OHL All Star game when he was in the OHL. And it's like the most not like 80s, like every color in the world. And it's just, it's like a, just a zip up jacket. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I gotta find a way to get it. That's legit. Yeah. That's so the best. Bad. Like my, my dad, you know, he used to run all the time. And so he would have like those super thin windbreakers, like the old ones, like yeah. real classic. And they'd be like black and neon and neon mm-hmm. pink and neon green. And they I mean, like those are awesome. And now they're back in style pretty much. So it's yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like it's really, you know, cyclical. Yeah. Yeah, so you you I mean if you start taking those and start making some designs, you might be get a, get a little print shop going, you know. That's what I'm going to have to do. I like I I've, I've kind of thought about the whole the whole merch thing uh, a little more lately, but it's uh, it's I you know, when I do it, I want to do it right, so I haven't really I don't yeah. want to jump into it too quick, but I think that I love the I love sweaters and I love hoodies, so I, right. I appreciate you for bringing that up cuz it kind of got me more in the in the mind in the mind space of that. Well, so, you can just like pull ideas from that like go through his stuff and like pull yeah. some ideas like yeah. us, you know what I mean, and be like, "All right, these are pretty funny. <laughs> like how do I incorporate my own my own deal into it yeah no thank you jp i'm excited about that now <laughs> well we're, we're we're happy to uh to get you know style the merch for you too yeah throw it on the wall i've got yeah. a yeah. I've got it's a like you know and it obviously like oh you got you, know, you got a welcome thing for me in the back i do have a welcome oh thank you mike yeah you're wel- welcome yeah and again 50 oh, percent royalties is not that big you know it's not that big <laughs> yeah. of a cut yeah when you, i don't know anything you... about the business side so i'll trust you guys well, well. we'll handle that that's not listen we'll handle that that's just that's just kind of number of crunch stuff. We'll I trust send you an invoice. It'll take it's not a big yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, mm. definitely. We're here. We're here to help, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> we're here to help. So, so uh, let's roll into YouTube, right? Um, and and kind of the, the 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 business behind the channel. And you had an un. You start the channel, right? Mm-hmm. And the first video on your channel. Yes. So. I, I don't know if there's hidden videos or anything like that. I'm actually going to talk about the second video. And okay. and the reason why I'm going to talk about the second video is because in the second video, which is called I Don't Like Cheese, um, you reference it as your first video. I don't know why, but it is. It, it is it, is it, is it like chronologically mm-hmm. my second video? It is the second video, yeah. I, I uploaded them at the same time. And huh. That's why I think. I guess that's... Oh, shit. That was supposed to be the first one. Well... <laughs> We, oh, well. we found we, we've uh, unlocked the secret so credibility's oh, well. um, lost is what we're yeah. trying to tell you so you started you started with like you started with like kind of uh, well first off an intro to the channel called I don't like cheese and I thought it was hilarious talking about like when you were a little kid you used to eat cheese all the time and now I'm a dad so my son literally just sticks his hand in a bag of cheese and just eating yeah. cheese so if he doesn't like cheese one day I'm just gonna be like well I guess that is what it is you did it yeah it's a, it's a very dad and mom thing well you used to eat it all the time yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah. yeah. But so, so you kind of started with a lot of these uh, parody esque videos. You know, the high schoolers reading positive comments, um, mm-hmm. 
and then you know reading uh, reading baby on board signs and some BuzzFeed and tasty things. Um, so how did you come up with those original ideas on the channel and and talk us through that original process and maybe how it's changed to, to, to till today? I think then it was I don't know it was it was definitely more commentary based because that's really kind of all that I knew. I think that I liked the style of just kind of sitting down and talking. <laughs> To the camera and knowing that I could do that for an hour and then just edit it down to 10 15 minutes and that would be a video you know what I mean yeah um, and I think I was just it was probably just what I was watching at the time like I was just probably most influenced by people like I don't know like Drew Gooden was someone that I was watching a lot at that time and like Cody Ko um, and maybe even a couple other. I'm trying to think of, of others around that time like maybe Danny Gonzalez and like a few people like that who were doing some commentary videos all the time um, I don't know there's there's a, a whole a whole collection of, of, of great com, uh, commentary channels that I, that I used to watch then that influenced that the most. And I think that's where I just started. Um, but as it's kind of time wore on, I realized that I wasn't really enjoying that as much. Um, so I instead uh, just kind of, I spent like a long time, way too long thinking about what I wanted my style to be because I knew that that wasn't unique. I know that I could, that I could like maybe get something from you know, I could I could attract some viewers that way just being funny, but like it wasn't a, any sort of unique style. Like I guess what I would call now is 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 my style of just like being in the woods or those like silly one take your mom jokes or whatever. Um, I like if that's pinned as as my style now, which makes sense. But anyway, I spent a lot of time thinking about what I wanted my style to be instead of like just thinking of an idea and just going to do it. Like I, I literally spent a full summer in like 2019, like just being like, what, what should my style be? And like, that was like what I would do all a lot of time was just sit down and be like, what if I did this? And like, what if my style was this? And like, it just, it's the worst way to go about something ever. Like I just wasted so much time thinking about what I wanted my videos to look like instead of just making something. And you know what I mean? Like if I just had an idea of like, well, here's uh guy talks about something for however long and then it's a your mom joke which is what that the first one turned into was just like i was on the beach uh we were on like a family vacation in florida just like on the beach somewhere and then i was like what if i just did a your mom joke and like kind of made it a little scientific and it was only 17 seconds long and then i was like well okay what if i actually wrote a script for this and like made it a lot longer so it was just kind of it kind of just makes its way into that but i think that instead of if I were to go back, I would try things and just see how they worked out instead of just thinking about things so much and, and overthinking them. But I think a lot of that comes from being just me being too much of a planner and not wanting to leave things up to chance a lot of time. Um, yeah. But, you know, I don't really know. It was, yeah, but sorry, I keep running on. Again. No, which is interesting because I literally just erased a note on my notepad here that said, was- you think you're a bad planner. And I wanted to talk about that, but then you just said, I, I overplan here. So it's like you overplan, but then you also, that maybe is what is, I don't know. It's interesting yeah, no, when you say, say there's two things. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's also me not knowing myself. Yeah. <laughs> like I really, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I go back and forth on, on what I, um, you know, the way I go about doing things sometimes. And uh, sometimes I'll be like really into doing a certain kind of video and then I'll be really into doing a different kind of thing. Um, and I don't know, it just, it comes in waves, but like, I've never really, I never want to be locked into one sort of thing. So I think that I've always wanted to, to be able to expand a little more. Um, but the hardest part has always been, cause I, I remember trying and actively w- worrying about 
wanting to show myself more um, like you know more of like it, it's it's very difficult that i never i never expected it to be this difficult when i started was to show you as you you know and like and to not like shield yourself because even when i turn a camera on i'm still like putting on something that isn't me you know what i mean yeah and that's not a bad thing because you know there's, there's obviously characters that i play uh when i'm doing something but i think like the most me that you can get on my channel is like the manly video like that's like that was like my ideal like i want to do that more often but the only reason i don't is because i just it takes so much time and i'm just so worried about taking so much time between videos because i'm a dummy but like doing something like that is like the most me that I can get. And it's one, it's something that I want to do more of uh, in the future. But there are, um, there are similar styled videos on the channel. Mm -hmm. and, oh yeah. No, there's definitely yeah. more. There's definitely not the only one. Um, but I can, I can see how it can be conflicting sometimes when um, like say in the, in the, uh, in the latest one take one, the, the special relativity one, um, which came out, you know, just a, a week or two ago, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. It was, I don't know, because something like that where I'm sitting and just talking to a camera for four and a half minutes can seem like it's me. And it's like, it is me talking, but it's not, it's not me, me. It's me being a dick, me. Like it's, you know, because it's like, it's me making insults about the, like the viewer. Like that's mm -hmm. not something I want to do. So like, I remember getting comments. It's like, oh, look, it's mean Tom Scott. Or like, wow, this guy kind of seems like a dick. I'm like, it's not me. It's just, it's a character. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I, it's hard to explain, but like I genuinely see things like that, and I feel bad because I'm like I don't want you to feel bad watching this. It's like, and obviously you know it's it's very few and far between that I'll see things like that, but it's still like, you know, it's tough to draw the line between what's a character and what is you. Do you think and, that some of your your two part where where you're yourself talking to you? Do you think that there's opportunity? Mm -hmm. Is there is there opportunity in there that some of the the other side, you know, one of those characters is actually you, and you're just being like a jerk to yourself yeah i think that i think it's honestly the other way around i think i'm with well, a silly character is usually just a character and then the me being a dick is more me oh, okay <laughs> yeah, well, just because it's like i'm actually responding like a human like in the in the a little bit uh 18 plus the are you looking at my box video yes the the uh orange suit guy one like the orange suit guy is obviously an insane human being like he's just i don't even you don't know what he is and the other guy is just like not like just has no time for his nonsense it's just like you know i'm, I'm just going to tell you what i see and what it's like and i'm just you know the, the reading a book against a tree is just a gimmick of just sort of doing that whatever but it's just i'm fed up i don't want to deal with you right now i'm just having a bad day so i'm just going to call you out on everything that you're saying like which is nonsense and the other guy's yeah. like a very lovable like just jovial just wants to have a good time i'm wearing i have orange skin sort of thing it's just i don't know <laughs> it's just but yeah there's definitely I like the juxtaposition that it's like one of them is me. Yeah. Sorry, JP, I cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, I just I like I like those. I think those videos are hilarious. Um, yeah. And that's I think I, I see that a lot. I mean, well, obviously, you want to get like personality out there. You want to do a lot of that. And then like, but you see it all the time when you watch movies, when there's like an unrealistic scenario in a movie and you're like, you would never respond that way as like a regular mm -hmm. human. If somebody said that to you, you'd be like, no, I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing that. Like, or yeah. you'd be like demand an answer. You wouldn't just let it hang on forever. Right. Mm. um i don't know so i i think it's good i like it um that's I, I think you know some of those styles that you have are really funny and then i like then you mix it up and you do do ones that are like i guess what you would call like more quality like post-production type stuff like the COVID mm. commercial um which i thought yeah. was really really funny um because <laughs> i i love that because it's basically just calling out like bs on all these different companies that are putting out marketing and it's like that's not really like what you're doing and, and you're kind of addressing like we can all see through it why are you even why is a marketing team putting this together you yeah. know what i mean 
um i love i love seeing that type of stuff because it's like you know to a regular normal human you're like okay we know what you're doing here like mm-hmm. it's, this doesn't make sense people don't people you're not you're not hiding anything we know we know what's yeah. going on no thank you i appreciate that jp no it's uh yeah it's i like doing stuff like that too because it's kind of mixing it up and i i think um here's me being a team player leading into the future um i <laughs> i think that like i kind of want to get into more like you know I, I never want to leave the the low quality ish not low quality but like the you know i the camera that i have is it's more raw bit, is a little bit poo so yeah so like the um the ones of me in, in the woods talking to myself. I never want to leave that behind for as long as I still enjoy doing it. But I do want to also kind of branch out and do more like sort of more well-produced sort of things that look that look better as well and are still funny with, with comedy at the core. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't want to stick with uh, the, the low-quality stuff uh, all, all the time. I, I kind of want to make a little more high-quality things that I can look at and be like, that's I made that. That looks pretty cool. Because I yeah. do watch a lot of like uh, people who make uh, really good-looking videos. I'm like, it's not that I'm, I'm trying to, you know, become that. I don't want to make serious videos right now, at least. Um, but I, I, I want to incorporate a bit of, you know, really nice quality into into comedy as well, and see and see how yeah. that turns out. So I like that because there's a difference between that too, though, because I think a lot of people get hung up on just trying to make it look good but really mm. it's like we're in it for the content right yeah like it's all it's got to be like is it funny is Very it good, good point. and then like you can shoot it however you want right mm-hmm. yeah how no, do you kind of how do you kind of weigh that out yeah I, I agree definitely i think that if if anything if i'm if i'm to tell anyone i've had a few people message me on instagram be like hey i'm starting a channel like what gear should i get i was like it and I don't like the saying gear doesn't matter. It does. It a hundred percent does. It's, it, you know, but only to an extent, right? Like if you, if you look at someone like, uh, I don't know if you heard of or watch penguins though, uh, or, uh, you know, Charlie is, is his name. Like penguins zero is, is his name on YouTube. He's probably, he's the most naturally funniest guy I've ever seen. He's got like 8 million subscribers and he's so, he posts a video every day and it's just him talking to a absolutely horrible camera and in a terribly lit room and he just riffs for like eight minutes a day and that's it and he's so funny and you could put him on a calculator he'd be hilarious right but like <laughs> you could have someone with a twenty thousand dollar setup who is as interesting as a dog and it's like okay like i don't care like i don't you know this yeah. looks great and then it's like now it, it, like make me excited about something and if you can't do that in 10 seconds then i'm leaving like it's just that's the way it is um, I think, yeah, that's a good proof point of your channel. I mean, look, you've been around for a couple of years now and uh, I mean, you've got a ton of views, a ton mm. of views. Um, yeah. And I don't think that's any, I think it's more about like the creator. Like I thought about when I got into like videography and like photography, it's like, well, what camera should you get? And it's like, well, somebody can go out with a, uh, just a cell phone and a good idea and come up with a better shot than you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, can you come up with a better creative, you know, funny idea and then yeah. who really cares about the rest of it? I think, yeah, I think there's, there is, there is an extent to that as well, though, where it's like, you know, if you're just starting out, and you don't know anything about cameras, then, you know, definitely don't go out and get a $7,000 camera, you know, like get yourself right. a, a decent camera, like, you know, like a, you know, you can get good cameras for seven, $800, you know, and even your phone, like, honestly, like your phone does take great pictures and great videos if you want them to, you know, like, it's not going to be some cinematic, mm-hmm. you're not going to compete against people who are using reds. You know that's not but that's not your goal right. your goal should be to just learn the basics of it and that's all all that is like but for someone like me who wants to get more into more not cinematic is sort of thing but just better looking sort of thing so i guess cinematic is the word just more in the in the version of that in the way of that um 
I think that like I have pushed my camera to its limits. It is a Canon Rebel T6i, and I've made videos where it's like at sunset and it looks great. I think at least to to my eye, and I'm like, but like I can't push that any further. Like it just it mm-hmm. looks as good as it can because it's a entry level DSLR camera, and I just like and it's just it's so frustrating to deal with sometimes because the dynamic range is so awful. And it's like, I have 10 minutes during this hour to like get a good shot. And if it's the light's not in the right place and it's not going to work. Whereas if I had a better camera, I, it just, it makes the whole process yeah. easier. So, and you're, you're filming by yourself in the woods. So <laughs> that's the biggest thing too, is like the things in the woods, like, I don't think I'll ever change up those, but like things were like the one takes where the, I want to have a nice background, um, yeah. like things like that. I am by myself for all those. So it's like. I have to keep running back to the camera and checking on things. And I just want to be able to know that I've got the shot for sure. And then come back instead of like doing a shot and then going back and seeing if the, if everything's right and then coming back and doing it again and then going back and checking. Like, I just want to know that everything's there. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense though. That is where the equipment, I guess there's a, t- a cap, right? Like Mr. Beast, same thing start with an iPhone and like a, then you got a crappy laptop is what he says. And, Mm-hmm. Uh, but now he definitely shoots on like red cameras he's got a whole crew and yeah. once you outgrow the equipment there is a time to step up and mm-hmm. there's a benefit yeah. to it yeah definitely i mean like i think it's it's a it's a game to kind of like see when to when to really improve but i think you know if you're if you're in it for for however long you're in it you know it's it's you'll know when to 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 upgrade your things i mean for you guys right now like i've watched a a good few of your episodes and i've enjoyed listening to your conversation i mean as long when i'm listening to a podcast or watching a podcast i like watching more than listening because i just like seeing your faces um only you guys can say no thank you we we, we, we only do this because we have a face for radio so that's uh, yeah i I, yeah we always get that i love that one anyone with a decently deep voice no you should you have face for the radio (laughs) (laughs) but no it's like um yeah i mean like i the cameras that i'm on like i'm on a laptop camera right now i don't know what you guys are using but it's like it doesn't matter like i can see your face and your audio is is good and that's all that matters you know you're not using eight thousand dollar microphones you're using decent microphones and i can hear your voices and the audio sounds really good and that's all that matters you know what i mean like you don't need a huge studio to have this thing i I appreciate that that sort of thing when i see like a big creator who has a beautiful studio and they have a bunch of people come in to interview and they have like these big comfy chairs and they have foot massagers for the whole pocket like that's great but like i don't you know like that's not necessary you just said audio is is all you really need in a, in a podcast or in any, yeah. like in any starter video. Like if, if you, if it sounds good and I can see you, you're doing well. Yeah. yeah. Let the, yeah. let the content do its work from there. Exactly. Yeah. The more than anything you have to be in, interesting in some way, you know what I mean? Like if, if any, and that's not me being some guy who knows all, but I mean, I think you, as a viewer, you would know that too. Anyone would know that just be like, if I'm watching someone, I don't care what they're on it, or like what I'm, what kind of gear they have if they're interesting i'm gonna watch you that's it yeah and that, that's yeah. casey neistat at, at his course the content's <laughs> got to be there don't mm-hmm. shoot if you're not yeah. so let's talk about getting you set a goal right mm-hmm. you're I'm, I'm gonna do this for two years live mm-hmm. with mom and dad and work hard nine months into these this two-year stint you mm-hmm. hit your two-year goal which was to hit a hundred thousand subscribers yeah you what what is that like? Like, like what is the that accomplishment and achievement like? It was awesome. It was yeah. just like it was. I don't know. Like I think 
it's it's weird because it it kind of that kind of growth it happened in such a short time because like before the Tom Scott video dropped, I had like two thousand like twenty thousand subscribers or something like that, and this is in like August. I had like twenty three thousand or something, and then within two weeks, I had a hundred thousand. So, I mean, any sort of big growth like that always happens in just huge spikes anyway. Like you'll like very rarely will you see someone like just slowly gain and oh now they're at a million they had they never had a spike and they just uh, straight line the whole way up like that was it. It's always like oh okay and then he's flattened out and that's like, oh okay there you go good job. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of I don't know it was it was great to have that relief off my chest of okay this is and it wasn't like a special number like a hundred thousand means you're going to be able to support yourself. It was just like that was the number for me where I was like enough people are watching where. I know that there's something here that I can maybe make a career out of this in some way or not like a, maybe not a lifelong career. Cause like YouTube isn't forever, but there's something there that people are enjoying that I can profit off of and, and do this full time. Yeah. And a tangible goal you could hit. Yes, exactly. And that, and that was really it. And I didn't really want it too much to be, um, you know, cause something like that is sort of out of my control. Like I don't control if someone else presses subscribe, but I do control the amount of work that I put into it. And I think that, even though I don't control a hundred thousand people hitting subscribe, it's still, I'm, I'm controlling what I put out to the extent that, you know, if after two years, only a hundred people were around, I would know that I was doing something wrong along the line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, you know, it's just, right. it's just the way it is. Now I say that, but it, it takes so much time. Like there, there is so much luck involved, right? Like, I mean, like, there were the two years was also a kind of way to put a cap on okay sometimes it just doesn't work out there are great people out there who are very talented at what they do that just don't make it because everything's there the tools are all there it's just someone else got it to got to it before that it's just the way it is or they like, didn't put the time in they didn't, they didn't wait they didn't do yeah, they only the did it for it six be, weeks or eight weeks or ten weeks or two a year definitely i mean like i could literally like <laughs> nothing changed in my content like but like there's there's videos like that um uh, the, my most viewed video right now is the every inspirational video. Yeah. Like that, that has like over 3 million views or something that happened 3.3 after. Yeah. That happened after the Tom Scott video. Like, Oh, no way. I posted the Tom Scott video. That video had 5,000 views. No way. Well, it's it got, had, it's got, it's got the recipe for success. Cause it's got a great title and a great hmm. thumbnail. It would. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> that. No, it, it, it like, I was like, when I posted that, I was like, okay, that was a decent video, I guess. And then like, I just, it was just fine. And it, it like nothing changed about it over those years. It just didn't hit an algorithm until I posted the Tom Scott one. And then I guess more people started looking through my backlog and saw that one. And then it just blew up and that was it. Like it just, that was, there's nothing that, that is the epitome of luck. It was just like, okay, YouTube started pushing it some more and then people saw it and then liked it. Like, it literally was just dead at 5,000 views at for a year and a half because I posted that in like 2019 in November. Dang. So it was like another, that, it was literally a year after that it happened. That's timing though too. I mean, you look at all these people that are writing books, David Goggins, everybody else, The Rock yeah. saying he gets up at 4 a.m. and you're yeah. like, I got up at noon yesterday. Think about or that. Today. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's like, that's hilarious. And like, I think that's one of those things we look at now with like all these like, clout chasing youtubers and stuff like that it's like that's why i think that's funny it's because like mm. i don't know kind of calling out the bs and a lot of the stuff and just normalizing it like that was that one was really funny to me because i was just like that's great like this goes against like i don't know there's just so many influencers out there um yeah. i don't know that's the type of comedy where i'm like i i get this this is funny you know what i mean <laughs> oh, so but the, so i think it's like it you're right like maybe one video did spike up but it just happened to be perfect timing to where it also aligned mm. with this whole 
influencer like I'm up at you know 3 a.m. for my six yeah. mile run then I'm doing you know abs for the next six hours you know so yeah. it was like it, yeah. it did like you know maybe it's just it aligned at the right time yeah so. no definitely I, I like I, I I mean sure I mean like it, it, anything like that can can happen too but it, again it is it just comes down to like being lucky at that time like it was just and even the the Tom Scott one like when that blew up I mean like sure a lot of people watched it and enjoyed it but it posting something on reddit it's like sometimes you just get like yeah. if the first 10 people that see that like who are willing to comment on your reddit post are like dicks you're done it doesn't matter how good the video yeah. is yeah. it's over like but if the first 10 people see it and are like agreeable people and like that was really nice then like that positive vibe of seeing 10 people like it is all it takes sometimes for something to blow up but like yep. if it just it literally is all that like I've seen people like Gus Johnson, who I'm sure you've heard of. Like he is a is one of my you know one of my favorite creators. Like who is a uh, big sketch guy. I, I'm compared to love him. him. Yeah, I love Gus. Wise, I guess a lot. Um, but he uh, yeah, like he'll post videos on Reddit that just get shit on all the time or pooped on. Sorry, I don't mean to swear. Yeah, you're good. Um, no, my bad. <laughs> hey. But he uh, yeah, I mean like the videos like his that I that I, I like fantastic videos that just get torn to pieces all the time. Not all the time anymore, but I mean he used to uh, like so much before people knew who he was like these are great videos that people are just tearing apart and it's like because just a bunch of jerks see it first and that's it like and i know that when you guys were talking to to bo miles as well who i also love um he was talking about how like you know you, you can't really pay attention to uh just some douche on the internet and he's right he's 100 yeah. percent right but sometimes the douches call the shots on reddit especially like when, when reddit's a rough place to like put anything is. like i've been on reddit for a long time and my karma history is uh, it's rough you know what i mean it's like it's yeah. like i've had ones that are just like i mean like try posting in a seattle subreddit it's like you're just gonna get tanked all the way to the bottom you gotta ride that baby down you know yeah. what i mean you yeah. can't give that up you gotta ride yeah. that down vote all the way yeah. um but yeah no reddit, reddit is a rough it's like a tough crowd and i feel like it's like a bunch of unhappy people half the time there's there's some good patches don't get me wrong but definitely um i could see that the four you know, challenge where you're like all right well, i just put some good work everyone's just shitting all over it immediately you're like all right yeah <laughs> yeah so um how important is thumbnails and titles to your channel and 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 like a little bit about the creative process as well so you know are you coming up with a lot of ideas writing them down and then when you're scripting and thinking are you also thinking okay here's the script this is what the thumbnail and the title is going to be as i go into it um I, they are very important and it's something that i've taken more time thinking about uh, i i thought about more, I guess, in, in the, uh, in recent days, recent months, recent, the last year or so. Um, but it's just, it's still such a mystery to me. Like how, you know, I think more than anything, I think about the title itself. Um, like something, uh, like when I thought of the title for the congestive heart failure video, like funniest joke you'll hear today about congestive heart failure. I thought of that as like, I think that's a good title because it's just it's a it's a it's a joke in itself it's like it's, it's like well who first of all what is congestive heart failure and who's writing jokes about it you obviously haven't <laughs> hey, heard this isn't it. funny it's yeah it's, just, it's a clickable <laughs> title it's a clickable title to go on so when i thought about that i was like i think this is a pretty good title and i don't, I don't think it matters what the, the, i just want the thumbnail to reflect what this is it's just a guy sitting and okay decent background and so maybe he's just talking to the camera and just saying a joke for two and a half minutes and that's exactly what it is like it was just i want the the title and the thumbnail to tell the story as best as possible. But I think for like anything like sketches, like I never know what to title sketches. Like it's just, and the things like, uh, and the poems as well. Like 
there's nothing really special about the uh, the titles of the poems or the sketches it's just like trying to tell the story at least a little bit or just to be intriguing in some way um in the title and the thumbnail because a lot of them are not really like relatable like a lot of my sketches i really tried to a few I, i've made where it had been like you know a little more popular culture sort of uh, oriented but I think that for the most part, it's just guy in woods talking to other guy in woods. And this is like, just here's a joke about something that makes no sense. Like, it's just like the, the box video, like there's a guy in an orange suit with a box for junk. Like, that's it. Like, it's just, there's nothing, there's nothing like relatable about that. It's just, a, it's just a sketch and that's all it is. Um, so I, yeah, I never know how to, <laughs> how to title those things. Like things like the manly video, like, I don't know what to, what to title or thumbnail those i thought like i was cutting down a little bit so let me take my shirt off for this one see how that looks <laughs> like the things like that is like that's all i've got like i really don't know i, I would love for anyone to help me in that regard because i need a I, lot of i don't help. think there's but the thing is every person i've talked to almost 40 episodes they all say the same they're like yeah i don't know i just <laughs> kind of throw it out there and i hope for the best there's one there's one person that hasn't come on yet but he is i don't want to uh I guess he he definitely is. He's in Tahoe right now with his wife. Good luck. I hope you're Barack Obama. Uh, Barack yeah, Obama. Yeah, Barack. He's coming on. We're gonna actually get two ferns and do a Zach Alphanak. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, uh, David Manning told me about this really cool product that's free. It's called Tube Buddy, and um, it allows you to like put two different thumbnails, and then it cycles them every other day, and it lets you know which one was better received. Ah. So there are some cool products out there, but at the same time, that's just someone saying, I don't know what is good, and yeah. maybe this is going to help me. I don't really think it like matters. You, you're just going to have to throw it out there and kind of play with That's YouTube, because tomorrow yeah. the algorithm could change, and everything that you've focused on and done, out the window. Really, it really is. I mean, like it's the it's the people, it's the the viewers who control the algorithm, yeah. and that's really all that I know about it, is that like, okay, well, what... I don't know. It's 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 hard sometimes because I, I don't know if I want to make a video that's like I want to make very much or like it's some, sometimes what will work for an audience is um, is not what you want to make. You know what I mean? Like and sometimes what you really want to make is like, well, how am I going to sell this to people? You know, it's like it doesn't make any sense to be able to try to sell that to people. Um, and someone uh, I don't know if you've heard of uh, there's a web comic uh, called the the oatmeal. I think it's, I, it's a pretty popular one, but I, I haven't really, I'd never really heard of it until a couple of years ago or sorry, not a couple of years, like a couple of months ago. Um, and he made, uh, the guy who made it, his name is Matt. Great name. Um, he made like a little post about um, like just what he's learned about creativity and whatever. And he, you know, obviously at some point, one of the, one of the points he made is, is that at some point you have to pay the bills and it's, you know, and at some point you have to, put something out there for, for people that's like, you know, I'm going to use my talents or whatever to, you know, there's, here's something for you that you'll gobble up and love. You know what I mean? And like, that'll, that'll try to go viral or whatever. But if every video is a viral attempt, then, you know, you're not being yourself anymore. It's just that sort of thing. And the, the, the phrase that he uses is like five for me, one for them. So he wants to do five posts or, or comics for himself and then one for the world to, to pay the bills, whatever that is. Um, yeah. The problem with YouTube is that I don't know when that one for them is going to come, but like, yeah. that's the thing, I guess. But it's helped ease my mind into like thinking when I am, you know, I don't want to be 
someone, I, I do obviously want to have a baseline level of being able to support myself financially. Um, that's, you know, I want to be able to do this for as long as possible, but I don't want to, at the end of the day, be known as the guy who made the most amount of money. I want to be known as the guy who made good things and that's it. Like, I just want to know, like, I want people to think back on the things that I've made and, and think, this sounds like I'm preparing a eulogy. I want people to think back <laughs> on the things that I've made and be like, yeah, man, he made great videos. I don't want to be like, man, he made like so much money. It was awesome. Like it was crazy. And that's right. not like a knock on um, this like Mr. Beast style of creator. Cause I think the things that he does is absolutely insane. And there's, there's a, there's a market for that, obviously. But um, I don't, you know, I don't like the, the new wave of like, this is how you make, this is how you make a YouTube channel. Watch what Mr. Beast is doing. Yeah. Watch what air rack is doing. It's like, they're doing great things for themselves, but that's not the the path to do it. I mean, like you find your own path sort of thing. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're doing yeah. it for the money, uh, to get into YouTube right now, you got a, you got a tough break ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know that's mean? another that's thing like, as well is that you have to know why you're starting. You can't start and be like, I want to do this because people are doing it and getting rich. It's like, well, I asked myself that for a long time. Um, and something, if we wanted to go back to actually before is that this isn't my first channel. <laughs> I should have mentioned this before. But my first channel was a channel called, uh, I don't know if I'll, I should say the name, but oh, actually, no, I'm not going to say Yeah, it right no, now. it was a lot of figure skating content. A little yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. We found it. Yeah. A lot of figure skating stuff. A lot of figure skating. I mean, like, a lot. A lot, like, a lot of yoga. I, yeah. I, it was cold wanna, yoga, though. I, it was like I, straight I don't snow. I say it, but I, re, I, re, I reported the channel. I reported yeah. it. Yeah, it was figure skating with no, a No, sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> that channel, that was great. Um, that channel was like just for gaming content. And I always would ask myself when I was starting to make uh, videos on there, I was like, am I doing this because I want to become famous? Am I doing this because I want to make money? And I wasn't because I, I want, but I like, that was what I was always worried about because everything that I've ever heard from like big YouTubers, like you have to, you have to be doing it for the right reasons. And I was like, uh, am I doing it for, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a kid. Like, I don't know if I'm doing this for the right reasons, but you know, I think that when I started, making skits which is what i wanted to do more and more was when i started being like this is what i want to do even if it doesn't work and i have read from a lot of people smarter than me who have said if you were the last person on earth would you still do it and if the answer is yes then you're doing it for the right reason yeah uh, obviously not that it makes sense that no i wouldn't post videos on youtube if i was the last person on earth but i would you know it's it's just having fun making them is is something that you should have as one of your requirements you'd I probably think. be in the woods yeah. trying to figure stuff out like food and water but you could yeah, you could yeah. always film it for like if the if you found like that extra population be like guys i've got so much great content let me show yeah, you yeah <laughs> guys once once this grocery store runs out i'm really gonna have to start focusing more on my survival but i will be back soon i promise once i get my civilization up and running so my yeah. final my, my final question is um and then jp if you have any others then we can roll into uh your um instagram followers questions and since we've been talking we're about to break that 100 threshold so mm. a lot nice. of questions coming in um Super excited. so your fourth highest viewed video is probably the best joke you'll hear today um has a, over just over a million views <clears throat> is it I, the the 17 second one 17 seconds yes okay yeah, yeah um so i wanted to know uh, what 16-year-old Matt would think of the fact that over a million people have watched a Your Mom joke and would he be proud of himself? I, I, you know what? I, Mike, I don't think about that often. And no. It's very kind of you to bring that up because I think that he would be like, that's stupid. That's so insane. <laughs> like, like, literally, 16-year-old me would be like, 
if I saw that, I can see a flush coming over my face. Like, there's no way that's the truth because I remember my first hint at like anything sort of viral, and it not even. And this isn't even like this is hilariously green to of me at the time to say this now was when I started making those gaming videos on that channel that I had, and I was such a big fan of Rooster Teeth and the Let's Play community. And they had, uh, like, Achievement Hunter had this channel called Let's Play Community where community members would just post videos. And it had, like, 200,000 subscribers on it. And they made, like, a bunch of stuff. And, like, every video was guaranteed to get, like, 10,000 views. And so I remember I put it, like, a Minecraft, like, a things to do in Minecraft video that I sent into them and wanted them to post. And, like, you never really know it's, if it's going to get posted until, it, until, like, the week comes, like, that day of the week shows up or whatever. And I remember being in my home and seeing and refreshing my subscriber thing and seeing that video and my video come up coming up on their page and that it like it had just like been posted like two hours earlier and it had like eight thousand views or something and i remember just the elation that i felt like i don't it's unmatched by anything i've felt like in my life now like even like with a hundred thousand subscribers or almost two hundred thousand whatever like it's i remember like that was my first and like the video now is still live and has like eight thousand views or something like it's not even like it's could be couldn't be less viral but like it's at the time I was like, people were saying so many nice things in the comments. And like, I was just so amped to see that. And like, that was just the first time that I really had other people that weren't my friends seeing anything that I've made before. Because at the time the channel that I was working on had like maybe like 50 subscribers or something, if that. Which is so still was, like 50 subscribers for just posting gaming. It's still people. It, and it's, and it's like, people don't understand that the, 90% of YouTube channels have like less than 50 subscribers. Yeah, no, and I'm not, yeah. I, no, I definitely, I, I kind of realized that I've been saying that like, and like, oh, back at that time I had nothing, but like having even like a hundred people that you don't know watch your stuff is unbelievable to yeah. me still. It's like, pretty it's, cool. Everything past that is just like, you know, I mean, there's something to it, but like a lot of it is so much luck. Like it's to have that, to have a hundred strangers be like, I like this guy's stuff and hit subscribe and I want to see more of it. Like, that's so cool. Like, it's just, it's so weird and it, I don't appreciate it enough. And I appreciate you for bringing that up because it's something that I should really sit back and think about more. That's like, that's so many people. That's such a stupid amount of people. Yeah. I was just like, I, cause I, I saw myself and I'm like, man, if I, you know, 16 year old me, if I told a, your mom joke on the internet and got a million views, I would be like, that is ridiculous. So, yeah. Um, all right, so let's let's ask some subscriber or some Instagram questions. And for those Terrific. listening, every every week, <laughs> I say every every week on Sunday, but I never do it on Sunday. Um, so every week we post a pick a uh, uh, little question box, and you can ask the the guest of the week um, some questions. So we have uh, just about a hundred questions here to go through. So I'm gonna preface with saying, if I say your name wrong, I'm sorry. Um, and, and if I don't get to your question, I'm also sorry. Um, yeah. I'm going to grab something. I'll be back in one second. Yeah. Go for it. Um, you guys are good. Definitely going. Definitely so going. what's up? No, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> the answer is yes to your question. Um, so, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to read. Uh, we always get some like interesting ones. Um, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, you're like, is that a real tree? A A A P underscore one oh eight. That is um, okay. Let me let me mention that for a second because okay. I get that comment on every video that I make, and that was such a small part of one video that I made like a year ago on like the Facebook Marketplace video yeah. that I made. It was just like 
it was just trying to confuse people and i just said something like is that a real tree and it was just like a picture of a speaker like it made no <laughs> sense but like it just became like this meme on my channel now this forever that has just haunted me like it's just i get messages still every day that it's like is that a real tree i'm like dude i appreciate it so much that i have an inside joke and i, I like i say like i'm angry about it but i'm really not it's actually super dope no i'm glad that i asked that as a joke too because um he had another good question but i think um we asked kind of that kind of question in, in general mm -hmm. is this another inside joke from your channel from seb veda um mm -hmm. cilantro good or bad this might be a genuine question or is this something that's tied to a, another cilantro i don't think i have ever it's definitely not an inside joke on the channel okay i actually i don't mind cilantro but i don't like if if i'm having something that has cilantro on it i'm not like yes thank god there's cilantro on this or i'm never like i wish this had more cilantro but i'm also not really I can't be bothered to take things off of food that I have. So I'm just like, just, let's just, unless it's like mushrooms. Just eat um, Yeah, so I'll just have some cilantro. I Cilantro in the middle. Ah, well, so <laughs> yeah. that, I didn't know if that was a, that was part of a uh, an inside joke. And then um, I'm just going to answer someone's question because the answer is, is needed here. Um, hold on, I'm writing a note, 130. So... Uh, the answer to Adam Croissant, I'm going to guess he is. Oh, Adam de Croissant. I'm <sighs> guessing he's French from your video. Um, yep. So is he a cool dude? The answer is yeah. He's a really, really, really oh, genuinely cool dude. That's um, very kind of you. And then. This is all an act. Yeah, it's all an act. Just yeah. <laughs> just wait. You should have seen him before this. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the managers are all right behind me. Yeah. Yeah, you actually made all those profiles. It's like yeah. a lot of work. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I sent it to him, and he's like, "Hold on, I've got a great thing for this." Yeah, um, yeah. How how great is Matt's body? It's great, isn't it? Yeah, there, isn't it sweet? There yeah. there is a question about that, um, but I didn't. I, did, I just didn't think it was appropriate. Uh, <laughs> will you do more videos where you act out and review fan scripts? This is from Eugene. Un, uh, dot Demeyer. I'm sorry if I. Oh, you, is it Eugene or Eugenie? Because I think Eugenie, she's Eugenie. Yeah, it yeah. Is. I think she's messaged me before, so I remember that. I remember that uh, that handle. Um, sh uh, you know, I may, I may. I had a lot of fun doing that. That was, um, it was also a kind of hell because uh, it was. I got like, I put. I, for those that don't know, I put out like a, a little thing, uh, like a community post that said, "Hey, send me your scripts, and I want to read them, and then I'll pick three and just make them into a video." And that got a lot more people excited than I thought it would, because even people that didn't send in scripts um, were like really excited to watch it. But it, it is still like a very niche video. Like it's one of the ones on my channel that like I posted in the last year that's had like the least amount of views. Um, but it's not something that like deters me away from it because it is I know that like the core group that watches my things are really excited by that. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Like I just but the, the, the hell part about it was that I got. 200 scripts and had to read 200 scripts yeah that's brutal. and I, I did i read every single one and replied to everyone that left a message like it was i, I wanted to be thorough about it because that was when i was traveling uh from newfoundland to to here in bc so i had the time to do it but it was still kind of it was kind of hell but i, I think i'll do it again but in time yeah give yourself yeah. Uh, another two maybe three years something like yeah, that yeah there you go yeah because it, it won't be it won't be way worse when you have 250 or 400,000 subscribers that's yeah, so yeah, much better be yeah. <laughs> yeah um all right last question i'm gonna ask is from this one i'm gonna definitely uh brutalize um so josh schlanker um where do you see yourself in five to ten years i think that's a good one to end on 
five to ten. Yeah, it's broad. Well, okay, in five years is twenty twenty six. Five years from here, God, I have no idea. Like I, uh, I, I hope, I, I hope that I am fulfilling myself by doing something similar to what I'm doing right now. I think that if I'm if I'm finding a way to to pursue creative endeavors in some way, whatever it is I'm interested in, whether it's this or some other sort of similar thing, whether it's YouTube or or film in general or whatever it is, or writing or, or whatever I, I'm into then because my interests shift a lot. Um, I, I hope that it is it is making me somewhat happy is that all I can really say about it is because I just, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to enjoy then. Um, if I were to guess, if I were to hazard a guess, it would be that I w- it will probably something similar to, to YouTube. I, I like creating my own things and not being, uh, not being blocked in by any sort of um, outside folks saying, stay within these lines. I like doing whatever it is I'm doing. Uh, and yeah, that, that is my hope and my prediction as well, that I think in five years I'll be doing that. And in 10 years, I will be uh, crying because it, I will have lost it all for sure. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, is a, that is one view on the yeah. future for sure. <laughs> that is one view, yeah. yeah. Right. At, least, at least you'll be happy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then and that'll be when I'll be crying of happiness because I don't have to worry anymore. I am a serial worrier, and that will be then uh vanquished i will disappear and head into the bushes for all time i think they say uh worrying worrying is like a rocking chair have you heard that i I, no i do want to hear it though worrying is like a rocking chair it gives you something to do but it doesn't help (laughs) doesn't get (laughs) gives you that's not that's not it that's it's a worrying is like a rocking chair it gives you something to do but it doesn't get you anywhere that sounds that sounds much more correct yeah, and we'll, that we'll give you another chance. Uh, I believe was uh, Seth Green. Oh, I'm just kidding. Was that? A, wasn't. Was that? No. no. Oh, <laughs> you should have left it there. I'm you so gullible. You should have left it, was it not. there. I don't know. I just threw out a random. I, just, <laughs> I watched a movie. He was in it Seth. recently, so that's what I went with. Oh, I watched Green. without a paddle last night. That's why. Oh, that's, that's such a good yeah. movie. That was Seth yeah. Green in his Christian <laughs> voice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Call back. There you go. Um, and cool. Closing by return. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I think the only before JP rolls us into the final outro here is you know what what do you watch on YouTube? Um, we talked about this question, mm-hmm. and you know from both miles. So what what are you watching on YouTube today? Um, I will give you my answer now. I <laughs> I am watching a lot of. Uh, uh, Bo Miles is, uh, I mean, like he only posts, you know, once a month or so, or sometimes even more sparingly. So, I mean, it's not what I, I don't go back and watch his old backlog, but every time he posts, I think he's the only channel that I have notifications on for, uh, is Bo Miles. I'm just so excited every time he posts, he's, he makes fantastic, uh, short films for those who don't know of just like different sort of adventures. And he's just the, he just seems like the, and you guys have talked to him, so you would know the nicest fella and just the most like, just happy but not like a fake sort of happy like he just has such a cool outlook on life and i love watching uh things that he's in and does um i also watch a lot of uh nathaniel drew i don't know if you've heard of nathaniel drew uh it's another sort of uh he well he's a, he's a like a mental clarity sort of channel like almost like a self i don't like I, I don't like the negative connotations that come around self-help 
um, because you know a lot of people are like, well, it's, you know, figure it yourself. But like, I, I think he's got some he's got some really good stuff, and he he's a great writer, and he it's very high quality stuff, and I I really like his videos a lot. Um, and to go over to the comedy side, who am I watching on the comedy side now more more than ever? I'm always watching a lot of Gus Johnson. Um, he's easy to watch. What's that again? He's easy to watch. He is so easy to watch, and yeah. just his stuff is is just so so short but so great. Um, I've been watching a lot of uh, Max Fosh uh, lately, who's I've actually talked to recently on Instagram. Um, I've had a lot of fun watching him, and Max is a super cool guy. He's a British cat who's actually running for the mayor of London right now, kind of no as a joke. Freaking way! It's so funny. It's so he's so like he's Love just. It. I don't know if it's just because I'm not British, but it's just like he's he's so funny. It's, <laughs> he makes me laugh a lot. And to shout out one more Canadian guy is uh, Red Light Blue, who's a, who's a friend of mine recently. Red Light Blue. He started as a guitar okay. channel, but now he's gotten more into like animations. Uh, and uh, but he's just he's the funniest guy I've I've ever talked to. Like in just so genuinely funny. And the last video that he posted is, um, but he's a, he's a much smaller channel as well. Like he's uh, not I said much smaller, but he's got like hundred thousand. But only very recently hit a hundred thousand. Um, but no, he's, uh, he's, he's really funny and he's, uh, I think he's going to do great things. So he's, he's one to watch, I would say is red light blue. Oh, that's, uh, that's awesome. exciting. Yeah. So I'll check him out. There, there's five totally noted. I, I yeah. watch a lot, but, uh, that, those are, those are my five right now that I'll give you. I like Perfect. that. All right, JP, roll us out. All right. Well, are you still, uh, you still abstain from alcohol? Is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay. In that case, we're going to go the LaCroix route, Mike. Um, and what we're going to do here is this is what's going to happen for the outro. We both have a LaCroix in hand, a sparkling nice. beverage. Uh, we're going to crack these open. We're going to start chugging them while we're chugging them. Let us know, you know, what you're doing, what you got coming up, what your channel is, where they can subscribe. And we'll go from there. So uh, Matt, quick, lo- I would be lovely talking to you today. And we're going to s- oh, we start chugging. You start talking. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much. I, what do I have coming up? Let me give you the longest list I've got here. Let's see. I've got um, not too, too much. I'm just chilling. No, I'm kidding. Um, I am uh, about to embark on a trip across the country again, going from British Columbia uh, back to Newfoundland. So there will be uh, more things coming in uh, you know, a month's time when I'm back home and settled in. But until then, um, just some more sketches and stuff, the stuff you got to look forward to. And then hopefully once the summer rolls around, uh, there will be uh, some more, as we talked about earlier, some more higher production quality stuff. And that's what you can look forward to. And maybe, maybe, if you're crazy, some music in the future. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Now there's we're a, now there's we're a bomb drop. That's Let's new. See. A lot of people aren't seeing that. Yeah. You saw it on the Chug Countdown. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's great. Just give us the instrument. Um. A, a, a little just uh original songs of just uh oh, singer songwriter stuff and tambourine some funny maybe some not funny and just all tambourine and harmonica and kazoo you're right Ooh, dude yeah. some kazoo well, could get lit that'd be y- sick yeah <laughs> i would recommend mixing in peruvian flute that's a big hit on yep. youtube yep. um yeah a lot I of people so. pulling big numbers on peruvian flute channels so yeah jazz big big too. numbers yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um well, perfect hey, matt it was uh, awesome chatting with you. Thank you so much for your time today. Everything um, is below, all the social media, everything you can get to. Look out for his merch and his music coming soon. And uh, if I can find the gaming channel, it'll be in the bio. <laughs> so uh, thanks so much, man. 
appreciate Michael, it. JP, thank you guys so much. Really, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate it. Pleasure's all ours. Thanks, Matt. Hey guys, it's Mike. Thanks so much for listening today. We had so much fun recording this podcast and we can't wait for the next episode. Check out our Instagram channel to find out who the next guest is going to be and submit your questions so you can get featured on the show. While you're at it, why not subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch some of the podcasts that we have available. Thanks so much and we can't wait for the next episode.